0: Ryan, uh, welcome to Bible on the Beach. Now, our focus is always uh, disciples making disciples and churches planting churches, want as many people as possible to be able to learn about God um, in every space and every place uh, that we find ourselves um, in life. So it's really simple. What we do is we just want to hear from God every time uh, that we open His Word. And so I always pray, I'd like you to join me right now to say, uh, God, would you give me the eyes to see what you want me to see today? Would you give me the ears to hear what you want me to hear today? Would you give me the heart to feel what you want me to feel today so that I can be the person that you want me to be uh, anywhere and everywhere I go today, in every space and every place? Help me to know about you and make you known uh, to the people around me. So in that spirit, let's open up our Bibles to Acts chapter 17, uh, verse 16. It says, While Paul was waiting for them in Athens, his spirit was deeply troubled when he realized the entire city was full of idols. He argued the claims of the gospel with the Jews in their synagogue and with those who were worshipers of God. And every day he preached in the public square to whomever would listen. So what was actually happening here was that... They had put, they had created so many things that became gods to them, just like we do in our life. You know, anything can become an idol. A relationship you have, uh, the the scoreboard that you develop for your life. I want to make this amount of money. I want to live in these places. I want to, etc., etc. We make idols out of everything. I serve beautiful waves. There's people that make idols of surfing make idols of bicycle riding. They make idols of motorcycles. We're just a giant idol factory, essentially. And God, and it grieved Paul that this entire city was that way. He could see that people were literally putting everything in front of God in their life. In fact, you and I together should just pray right now, Lord, if I have any idols in my life, anything I'm putting in front of you, please show me. Please show me. God, please remind me that success as I follow you is hearing what you say and doing what you say. Success is not my scoreboard, it's your scoreboard. It's knowing what you want me to do and it's doing it in this life. So Paul sees what's happening here. It it absolutely grieves him. Uh, And they were teaching the philosophies of the teachings of Epicurus and some others were called Stoics. Now they debated with Paul. Now when they heard him speak about Jesus and his resurrection, they said, what strange ideas is this babbler trying to present? Others said he's peddling some kind of foreign religion, so they brought him for a public dialogue before the leadership council of Athens, known as the Areopagus. Now, what do you find here with Paul? Paul was constantly being persecuted, but the persecution was leading him into new situations where where God was using him. See, not all persecution is bad. Sometimes persecution is part of God's plan because it takes persecution to get us to a different place where God wants us in our life. And so we want to make sure that we don't run from persecution, but that we accept it and we make sure that we embrace the place where God has put us. Embrace the place where God has put us. That's what Paul did and that's why God used it everywhere he'd go. He didn't view a hard place as a bad place. That's usually what we do. We equate our circumstances with God's blessings in our life and that's a really bad way to think. Our circumstances are temporary and God's plan for us is, is eternal. So. He says, tell us about this new teaching you're bringing to the city. You're presenting um, strange things to our ears, and we want to know what it means. Now, was the favorite pastime of the Athenians and visitors to Athens to discuss the newest ideas and philosophies? I think that the 2022 equivalent of of the open exchange of ideas is definitely on YouTube. You can find people talking about anything and everything uh, on YouTube. That would be like the 2022 20, uh, equivalent of the Areopagus. And so Paul says, so Paul stood in the middle of the leadership council and said, Respect the leaders of Athens. It is clear to me how extravagant you are in your worship of idols. For as I walked through the city, I was captivated captivated. What Paul's trying to do here is he's trying to build a bridge from how they are in their day-to-day life to what God wants to do in their life. This is what the best followers of Jesus do. They don't argue with people. They don't scream at people. They don't get upset at people. They just build bridges. Hey, here's where you are. Here's where God is. Let's build a bridge so you can get from where you are to where God is. Uh, And so that's what Paul's doing here. He uh, addresses an unknown shrine to an unknown God. He says, let me tell you about this unknown God. And then he begins now to talk about the Lord. He says, the true God is the creator of all things. He's the owner and Lord of the heavenly realm and the earthly realm. It's a good reminder of us. God owns everything in this life and the next. We own nothing. We're just temporary managers of the things that He has put in our life temporarily manage our finances when we die, they lose someone else. We temporarily manage our influence when we die, our influence is gone. Uh, we just tem- we're just temporary managers in this life. We own nothing, really, uh, except our personal decisions. That's what we own. And again, that's why success, if you follow Jesus, is God, what are you saying to me, and what do you want me uh, to do today? And so he says... He's the owner and the Lord of the heavenly, and he doesn't live in man-made temples. He supplies life and breath, uh, and to to all things, to every living being. He doesn't lack a thing that we mortals can supply for him, for he has all things and everything he needs. From one man, Adam, he made every man and woman, in every race of humanity, and he spread us over all the earth. He sets the boundaries of people and nations, determining their appointed times in history. He has done this so that every person would long for God, Their way to Him and find Him for He is the God who is easy to discover. Well, that's it, my friends. God longs for us to feel Him in our life. I love God so much, and I feel Him in my life. I feel Him down here at the beach. I feel Him working in me and through me. That's what I want other people to experience. In fact, if you're watching this, you can just say right now, God, I want to. Follow you in, in, in Jesus' name. He says it's, it's through Him that we live and function and have our identity. Just as your own poet and your own poets have said, our lineage comes from Him. Now, since our lineage can be traced back to God, how can we even think that the divine image could be compared to something made of gold, stone, uh, stone or silver, sculpted by man's artwork and clever imagination? Now he's talking about the idols. The idols here in this culture they were they were handmade man-made. God is not handmade and man-made. God is God. That's why we follow him. He says in the past, God tolerated our ignorance of these things, but now the time of deception has passed away. He commands all of us to repent and turn to God. Have you repented and turned to God? That's simply just saying God, not my will, but your will be done in my life for the appointed day has risen in which he's going to judge the world in righteousness by the man he has designated and the proof given to the world that God has chosen this man is this he resurrected him from the dead. So that's how we know that God's chosen Jesus because he's resurrected him from the dead. Now the moment they heard Paul bring up the topic of the resurrection some of them ridiculed him then got up and left but others said we want to hear you again about these things. So Paul left the meeting but there were some who believed that were Dionysius, a judge on the leadership council, and a woman named Demarius. So what we find is the people who are really following God, like Paul, Paul Paul told people about God everywhere that he went. And what happened was, is people followed God everywhere that he went. God God shows no favor. God cares about every stage of life, Every age of life. In our culture, we have a caste system. We value people based on economics uh, and other factors. God does none of that. God says, if you were born, you have value. If you were born, I love you. If you were born, I care about you. If you were born, I have a plan for you. And God calls us to just share what he's doing in our life every single day. That's what I do what I try to do every single day and I encourage you to do the same man thank you so much for joining me in Bible on the Beach today I hope you got something out of it I hope it was encouraging I hope it uh, edified you in your life and if you're getting a lot out of this would you do me a favor and just text someone and tell someone else so they can follow along and God can begin to talk to them and encourage them every single day and as always until next time thank you so much